Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Season 7, Episode 3, and the Mr. Softy Truck just came by our apartment. Oh my gosh, you all just missed the last ton. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Softy comes by here quite regularly. If you all know the hydrant that is like not so far from our front door, he loves to pull in there. But yeah, big time uh, hydrant parker, Mr. Softy. I have literally never gotten a Mr. Softy. I know, but you ask for one every day. Every then. time I hear the music, I'm like, I want it. Or anytime he's not here, I say I want it. And then every single time Mr. Softy comes by, George says, do you want me to run outside? Like at least five times he's at the door with money in his hand, ready to run. And I always change my mind. Always just change your mind, huh? So lame. Mm-hmm. Got this stupid dog over here, ready to go <laughs> running around, uh, next loving time, his owner. Next time, yeah, we're ne- going to go get ice Yeah, cream. all right. Well, tell the people what happened last week <laughs> before we talk about next time you don't get Mr. Softy. Okay. <laughs> last week, we had that PFL card that we told you about was going to be pretty good. Um, uh, and and you we should, watched it, right? <laughs> you should know. <laughs> we watched all of it. We love MMA, man. But the next morning when we Googled the results, <laughs> Ray Cooper the third and Julia Budd both lost, which is wild because Ray Cooper the third was the winner of last year's million mm-hmm. through PFL. Good news is Anthony Pettis and Rory McDonald both won and they didn't go to a decision so they are both also number one in their division right now with six points remember pfl works on that point system and that's how the season goes on Uh and the most points you can get is six points because it's not just for a win it's also a win that was with a submission or a knockout not just a decision you gotta finish you gotta finish if you want those points mm-hmm. Kayla Harrison also won but hers was a decision decision a decision <laughs> a decision so she only got three points and is currently second in her division right now which makes sense because George said he saw a video of her after the fight and she's always kind of a sore loser or looks like one and sore winner Yes, pardon, <laughs> right, she always fucking winning. wins, I'm sorry. But it's not enough. But this makes it at least make a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now she's, and she knew that the other person had six points. Ooh, MMA Twitter chewed her up just a tiny bit. Um, she actually <laughs> she actually survives a lot of bullshit from MMA Twitter. Like, nobody really talks badly about her. But uh, this past week, they were like, you did not look like you could beat Cyborg or freaking uh, who beat Nooney, or I keep forgetting her name. Who beat Nooney? Who's the champion who's on top? Oh, I know. And now I can't. You. I keep thinking Raquel Pennington, but I no, know it's not No, and I see her right Juliana now. Pena. Juliana Pena. Yeah. They're on like season. They're on episode yeah. two. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you. Next Can week. Can we watch it? Let's do okay. It. Yeah, We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. I'm glad we had that discussion. Excellent. Uh, also last week was UFC 274. Some fighters who won that we should mention before saying more in the top or whatever the fuck it is. Brandon R won via submission. Thank you, class of 601 for the support. Woo! Macy Chasson won. OSP won in controversial fashion. 
Carlos Esparza <laughs> is a new women's strawweight champ. Uh, because you'll understand why I make that joke <laughs> later. And vet Cowboy Cerrone was supposed to fight fellow vet Joe Lo- Lozon, but he got food poisoning the day of, and they're rebooked for June 18th. Is that true? That is true. Wow. I know what I'm doing June 18th. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Did you uh, hear what he ate that got him food poisoning? No, what? Tacos. I don't feel like you should That's have- worse than Taco Gate with the guy who said he like got drugs from tacos that was canelo that was canelo i wanted to say canelo but i didn't want to be so wrong no he got food poisoning from eating arizona fucking tacos like i don't feel like you should be eating tacos after you made weight my man but i also feel like you should be able to get a fucking decent taco in arizona Arizona is true yeah but not when you're eating fucking clean as fuck to make weight and then the first thing you put in is an arizona that is so interesting probably wasn't even food poisoning you just had the regular old shits All right, let's move on to next week. Bellator has... Look, we didn't even tell you about the Bellator card because, like, whatever. Um, But they have a card on Friday during the day because it's in England this time. Bellator's doing their, like, Europe world tour these past two weeks, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, On the card, we have Charlie Ward. Paul Daly is on the card, and it's probably his retirement fight. Leota Machida is fighting Fabian Edwards. Jesus Christ. Very interesting. Like totally old versus new. And the main event is Michael Page versus Logan Storley for the interim welterweight title. Since they stripped Yaroslav Amosov when he said he was going home to Ukraine to fight fucking war in Ukraine. Insert eye roll here. Fuck you, Bellator. Thank you. I don't want to be so mean, but also fuck you, Bellator. UFC Fight Night this <laughs> weekend is Davy Grant versus Lewis Smolka. Uh, we like Smolka kind of, even though he beat Patty Houlihan, right? Uh, another bantamweight fight that should be good. Michael Johnson and Caitlin Chukugan are on the card as well. And Andre Petrovsky, who was a runner-up in last season's uh, Tough, is fighting too. Actually, we need to start watching the new season. See, there I was already go. ahead. Ahead of the curve. <laughs> also, Ryan Spann is fighting Ian Gutalaba, and the main event is Jan Blahovitz against Alexander Rakic. That's actually, that's this fucking Saturday? Yeah. And it's free? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's going to be awesome. I feel like Ron Burgundy. Why? He reads whatever's on the teleprompter. You are the worst with that. Usually I'm better, but. I mean, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> well i feel extra worse today because i actually smoked before the podcast which i oh, never do come anymore. on man i don't fucking care oh, geez louise all right this is the top whatever the fuck it is it's just the top three like it's always been don't make it out to be it's a, crazy well, i'm episode. wild okay yeah <laughs> i can adjust <laughs> and compromise yeah, what else and adapt yeah, and, and love and be flexible and love i can do all those things and more <laughs> You can start off your top three, whatever. (laughs) Fine, whatever. I'll start off. I tried to be really good watching these fights on Saturday night because 
we always say we should take notes when we're watching so that it's easier to do our holding hands and throwing fist notes. Sometimes we take notes, but then we don't end up using them, blah, blah, blah. But then also we like to chill when we watch fights. Yeah, exactly. And I then can't... it becomes like everything that could be noteworthy. One of us is saying, should we write that down? Write that. It's like, And yeah. then sometimes I wrote it, write it in notes and you write it in reminders. And then I send we myself an email it. and then yeah. I wrote it down. And then I don't know if we've ever told this uh, on the air yet. Uh, but we definitely should because it's a reoccurring theme. If you follow us on Instagram, sometimes you know we try to post more than other times when we have the mood and stuff. When we're in the mood, but often it's so hard to just stand up from the sofa. Yeah, it really fucking is, and that's why you you might you may have noticed on the Instagram recently we are the angles steady. getting lower and lower. <laughs> I I never get up. <laughs> anyway, here are my very brief live watching notes that I wanted to remind people of. So one was that Tracy Cortez was fighting on the card, and she won, and she is Brian Ortiz's girlfriend, and you know I don't. Oh, we have for a Valentine's episode. We went through couples that we love in MMA. I fucking hate this couple. They're making my top three couples. I hate they're fucking losers. They're all over each other. I fucking hate you, Brian and Tracy. (laughs) Do you like them each separately? No, I don't think so. Oh, even better. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Is Rose and uh, Pat Barry on the top three? Uh, they probably are because that guy is a jerk. He's mm. a controlling, manipulative jerk who let his girlfriend, wife, I don't even know, lose. And then number three on worst uh, partners. We're doing a top three within the top whatever. See? Uh, I, see? So why? John Jones and his fiance of over 10 years. How could you still be a fiance? Why don't you actually pull the fucking plug? I like her. She or left his ass, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like her now. Okay, also, I gave you that long spiel about Chaos Williams last week, and I still love him. He did lose, but boy, oh, boy, did I feel mad crunchy he was fighting randy brown who fights out of queens i felt so terrible randy brown is also wonderful just it was the case of two nice guys there was a close-up if you did not see this we should post it we won't so just google it there was a close-up of the crowd and in the crowd it had molly mccann getting crazy Patty the Batty getting crazy and Aljamain Sterling getting crazy. Like they are drinking, having a good time. And right below them is Jared Cannonier, dead face. It is. Did you see it? Yeah, just not wanting to be there. It is the best. But he was interviewed on Ariel and he's like, I am not not wanting to be there. They did their thing. I did my thing. Like, I'm there to watch the circus, not be part of it. Crystals, man. Right? Mm-hmm. He also said he's sick of people asking him about crystals. He's got to be. He's the crystals so I guy. Bringing but it he up. did that to himself. Also want to mention that both Tony and Michael Chandler's walkout songs were incredible. I didn't even know either song, but they just like did what to me walkout songs should do. They were like fun and pumped the crowd up. And I love that. Michael Chandler's son was there after he won. His son, Hap, who's older. We also learned Michael Chandler and his wife also adopted another son named Ace. And while I think that is so wonderful and I wish their family health and happiness, why do they name these boys terrible names? 
you know, Wabi Sabi, man. Fine, I, I'm sick of that shit. Terrible right. names or Wabi Sabi? Wabi Sabi. Why? It's a, it's it's a fucking great principle. Um, what are you trying to find, Ace? Yeah, did you see the picture that he posted today? No. He's he's all fucked up in like a rocking chair, holding his uh baby, and his face is looking right fucked up. Really? Yeah. Here, look. Oh wow, his face is looking right fucked and up. And someone was showing. Uh, we've spoken about it on the podcast before, but Tony, there's like a famous meme of the last like nine people that Tony Ferguson fought before he oh, went on his losing yeah. skid. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, Michael Chandler was on route to be like to yeah, have one join of those fucking that. Faces. Yes, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that like little collage. I also want to point out. See, this is one of the things I'm happy I took notes on because I would not have remembered. Right where the fighters walk out and the officials are putting like the Vaseline on their face and they're saying goodbye to their coaches. That's where Justin Gaethje's parents were. It was very sweet when Justin went over and like hugged his parents before going into the octagon. But Justin Gaethje's mom was obviously still there. Like those were where her seats were when Charles Oliveira came out. Yo, I am fucking really good at grilling people. Justin Gaethje's mom is the queen of grilling. She killed Charles Oliveira with her eyes. It was incredible. You told me that shit right away. I need to watch it. You do need. We need to watch it. I need to see it again. I fucking loved it. Um, almost to the end, Charles Oliveira's squirt. Was it? Were they shorts? I'm sorry. It looked like a squirt. You know, I have. Strong feelings about MMA fashion and particularly what the fighters pick. His shorts looked like a skort or they it was a skort. And either way, I have a major issue with it. Um, I need to check it. I, I didn't notice it that night for sure. I know. That's why but he I, always does the, like the Muay Thai slit. Yeah, that's fine. And th- whatever. Uh, Oliveira obviously won and George will give you some important reactions to that later but when he was like running around the octagon and ran over to Dana Dana's first comment and you could read his lips he didn't say congratulations he didn't say good fight he didn't say anything his very first comment was but you didn't make weight you could read his lips that's how clearly he was saying it um baby did take great notes thank you and that is where I wanted to end my first part of our top whatever the heck this is is what were your opinions on the whole Oliveira weight gate quickly because I feel like some of our fans wanted to know how we felt about it um I I don't I don't think honestly it's that big of a deal I think it's just like it makes sense like he missed weight so he loses the championship but I think they still should have fought and he should have forfeited his purse He, he missed weight he just fucking did and I'm sure there's there's some uh maybe back and forth that like some the the scale got fucked up and going from kilograms to pounds and all this stuff whatever i honestly think the commission should have just fucking i think it's because it was in arizona i think it was in vegas or if it was at fight island like with that famous khabib thing that he got on the stage and the guy was like yeah 155 and just like moved the thing before anybody could really see that he probably had missed weight i think they should have done that because i'm all for a little bit of fudging here and there but whatever, if he really, if he missed weight and he was missed weight by half a pound, you strip 
strip him of his title and you do the thing he's still the best lightweight in the world and he's gonna fight for it next time let me tell you what Nick Martin walked into the fucking place and was like <laughs> half pound really come on he would he would and he then would. also my cousins who I don't think knew shit about Dick <laughs> walked in and they were like ah it's fucking bullshit a half a pound but you gotta set the allowance somewhere and is that a half pound for championship weight it's not a half pound it's actually you gotta make right this episode is already too long so I'm not even gonna give my opinion let's go to your live watching interviews what you got reckless babe I know this is fucking awesome (laughs) if you're talking about ending this series in season 7 and doing all sorts of crazy shit we're gonna bust out all the fucking uh, stuff (laughs) but also I've been saying for a long time that I wanna just do live recordings where we stop and record of the night of so I'm gonna try to do that maybe fucking sometime yeah maybe this will inspire us well you tell us friends and listeners i'm gonna play a little recap and uh we'll just hear it all straight away through so have some fun you're gonna see hear me getting drunker and a little bit more aggressive as the night progresses holding hands and throwing fists live at ufc 274 at ann bernie's i'm here with our special rockville center correspondent paulie walnuts paulie walnuts you just watched michael chandler knock out tony ferguson via front kick at the bar what are your thoughts i'm more excited for the fight that he's proposing to conor mcgregor at 170 if that actually happens we're coming back here to Amber. let's go Paulie Walnuts but everybody knows Michael Chandler wants to fight at 155 what do you think about Conor McGregor's chances against Michael Chandler at 155 zero zero chances Michael Chandler is going to take him holding hands and throwing fists I just spilled my beer all over our next (laughs) our next interviewer's legs we got Billy Alexander let's go and John Early holding hands and throwing fists special interview to UFC 274 what did you think about Michael Chandler knocking out Tyson uh, Tyson Ferguson that was a crazy fucking knockout I did not expect that great victory Billy Alexander thoughts on the knockout it was a fantastic knockout it sucks for Tony Ferguson but you know someone's gotta win we're here with Brooklyn correspondents Giancarlo and Raymond Chan, who never listens to the fucking podcast. Giancarlo, what do you think about the Rose Namajunas versus Carlo Espasa whatever fight? I'll tell you this much. The height differential, it might seem like it's going one way, but I got to tell you, first round, it could be anybody's game because nobody's doing shit. Fair enough. Raymond Chan, your opinion doesn't count. What's your opinion? I feel... Because I have no hair and Rose also has no hair, that's going to be a different difference maker in this fight. Also, I will say, are they booing? Are they booing? Are they booing me? They can't be booing me. In the words of my wife, fuck you. I'm here with a live UFC 274 reaction from Special Queens correspondent Andreas. Andreas, Charles Oliver just choked out Justin Gaethje. What are your thoughts? I felt like he was going to win, but I fucking wanted Justin Gaethje to win. And he had a chance, but you said it. Took him down, and that was it. Good night. Nick, what are your thoughts about the UFC fight that you just won your money on? I won lots of money tonight. (laughs) So, not only 
Did I get drunker? But the interviewer, interviewees got drunker. <laughs> yeah, but all that matters is that Nick won a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> That's all that matters. I also interviewed my brother, but he took it very serious, <laughs> and it was quite long, and he doesn't listen to the podcast, so... Welcome. And then you want to read one of Patrick Grady's texts? I do. The only other person who was actually seriously watching it. Everyone else was able to talk their shit to George because they didn't really care. Patrick Grady, on the other hand, did care about the fights. So um, sorry, Patrick Grady. Hope you don't feel like we're blowing up your spot. But his best message for sure that night in regards to the fights was knock, knock. Who's there? A fucking championship fight. What the fuck? Fight already. And you know what? He was right. He was Rose right. and Carla were eek. A little drunk Texan situation. Eek. Let's go. Uh, you want to talk about upcoming fights that we're looking forward to? Yeah, we like very rarely do this because we're focused on the now, but really quickly to run through some things to look forward to in June. Glover Teixeira will defend his belt for the first time against Yuri Prohovsky. Prohaska. Prohaska. Yeah. The fucking samurai dude. Yeah. Go. Wiley Zhang versus Joanna Yonjacek too. Can't believe it. I'm really happy with this one. Calvin Cater is fighting Josh Emmett in June. That is a good one. And Cowboy, who we mentioned earlier, Joaquin Buckley and Kevin Holland are all fighting in June as well. June's going to be a good month, but so will July. Tell them more. We got... We already said it. Jared Cannonier to fight Izzy for the title. I'm so happy for Jared. Pedro Munoz is fighting Sean O'Malley. Wow, Sean O'Malley is kind of stepping up, huh? He's probably going to lose. It's about damn time. Sean Strickland is fighting Alex Pereira. Ooh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that should be interesting. We're going to find out how good Alex Pereira is. See, I did that. I said I said Pereira. Yeah. That's okay. Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barberina. I thought you would be excited. I am. I am, actually. Okay. I think it's going to be fun. I didn't know that that was a thing, so I saw it in the notes. Uh, I think I already got excited by myself. I was like, oh, I don't know. Was that uh, <laughs> so you missed the reaction. I did. Is Volk versus Holloway 3. Are, Are we excited? excited? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. We'll get back to you on that. We have until July. <laughs> I think I'm excited, but I think I'm also oh man that they have 10 of the closest rounds ever <laughs> i feel like i feel like it's going to be the same oh i feel my like gosh. it's going to be 15 rounds that are just super no. close no you think something's going to change no <laughs> <laughs> all right that was fun switched up shit a little bit this episode was brought to you by Emily, who is making her first communion this Saturday. And happy birthday to our 515 dads.